Okay, so let's end uh, 2015 a bit of a downer. Sorry. I'd like to dedicate this episode to a friend of mine, one of my best friends ever, uh, more like a brother from another mother in many ways, brother in fraternity at school, and like I said, just brother from another mother in life and roommate for several years, who unfortunately passed away late October. So He would have liked this episode to be dedicated to him. And you're going to see what kind of episode this is in a little bit. Uh, it's all about outtakes and stuff from the last year or two. And whether it's outtakes because I screwed up, which he would have laughed his head off at, or outtakes because we were going on tangents talking about comics, he would have been all into that, doing that as well. So, either way, he would have appreciated this episode. So, Dan, son of a bitch, mission man, this episode's for you. Hello, welcome back to Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast. I'm your host, Al Sedano, and I am alone today, although I will not be the only voice you hear on this episode. This is our clip show. Well, technically not a clip show. It's an outtake show, because these are going to be all outtakes that are actually brand new. I'm not going to be playing any outtakes. If you notice, I stopped doing outtakes at the end of the episode a while ago, because, well, the episodes are getting pretty damn long. I mean, we're bordering on two hours. So, and the episodes are long enough as it is. So I stopped doing the out, putting the outtakes in, unless they were really, really, really short. But I've been saving them. And actually, I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, this is not a bad idea. End the, ep- end the year, each year, with the outtake show that we get. Because the outtakes are still fun. We still talk about comic stuff or cool stuff. It just doesn't always fit in with the show, and so it needs to be clipped out. And this is the place for it. And we go on a lot of tangents in the show. I mean, I believe these are the outtakes from episodes like 19 to 27, I think. Or something like that. So, And it's not even all the outtakes from episode 27. There's still more for the next time we do this. A lot more. We go on a lot of tangents. So, yeah, that's really... I thought I would need more of an introduction, but I guess I really don't. This is the outtake episode. Here are some outtakes. Hello. Hey. All right, it's recording again. Okay, I probably messed it up there. Um, well, I mean, I know I messed it up. The call disconnected. But I think I, at the same time, figured out how to make it work. That's good. Um, now let's see if I can bring up what I need to. So I had it all before. It was weird. So how do I sound now? Do I sound pretty good? I can oh, move yeah. the mic closer if, if I need to. No, that sounds great. I've got, I have a, I, I've placed a popping shield <laughs> over top of it too. I need to get one of those. So, uh, I don't know how that'll work out, but we'll see. Oop, almost forgot, I gotta mute my phone. 
Oh, shit. Because I know I'll get a call right in the middle, or like a call yeah, or like yeah. a text or something. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did the drink talk one time and uh, had a call, had a text come in right in the middle of it. We did like three minutes on it. <laughs> Plus, I'm going into the uh, Marvel Unlimited app on the uh, phone. So mm-hmm. I can bring up the issue, and so I can look through the issue without having to make too many tapping noises on the keyboard. Oh, see, I can use the wheel. I'll just keep page by page for a bit, you know, as oh, we go. Works. I don't have the synopsis page by page, but, I mean, it follows, you know, the outline. No, 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 oh. synopsis, you don't do page by page. The synopsis just to do, you know, this is what happens. Yeah, I know. It's going to be so much different when we do the Iron Cast, but I'll explain later. <laughs> Iron Man... But I've always got my notes up now, and I got the two pages up I wanted to have. And uh, well, I'm I'm hoping that I won't have to stop and go get an entirely different drink than what I have because I have decided to give myself the gusto. I have the pineapple rum uh, orange dream, like it's it's a uh, parrot bay. <laughs> it's a blender. You throw that in ice together. And uh, it, it tastes like an orange. You ever had an orange sickle? Oh God, yeah. It tastes just like an orange sickle. I swear to God. And uh, so I started with that, and then I had this orange vodka that I've been drinking on now for about uh, two months, and I've always had a great time when I drink this orange vodka. And uh, so I went, well, I'll pour some of that in there. And I had some orange vanilla swirl ice cream, and I threw like one stick of that in there too, Ooh. or one scoop of that i've done it with the with the orange sherbet and that trying to but it makes it way 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 too sweet so i figured maybe i'd go with something a little less sweet and not too much of it but it's pretty good but i I tend it's very cold so i'll tend to go (laughs) (laughs) if i do it too much you'll have to let me know Eh, worse things are worse if there's enough space in between like talking and that i can always edit that out as long as i don't go as long as i don't take a big gulp I'm good to go. Um, yeah, no. Unfortunately, because I think I might have to drive somewhere later on today, so I'm not drinking. I'm drinking my uh, necessary drink of choice, not my, uh, well, not drink of choice, my necessary drink, not my not a drink of choice right now, so I'm doing coffee. Oh, uh, yes. Well, see, now mine, I haven't had is, enough yet. Uh, mine is unsweetened tea. I, I just entered into a bet with a friend of mine that uh, until Thanksgiving, we're like three or four par- pounds apart. You know, the, the two of us, we both want to lose some weight. And I said, okay, let's go 20 bucks. Whoever loses the most weight between now and the weekend before Thanksgiving, because I won't be able to handle it any longer. Uh-huh. And he said, okay. So that's what we're going to do. So yeah, now it's, it's, uh, not decaffeinated iced tea, but, uh, unsweetened iced tea is what I'm now drinking. And I, being a member of the South, <laughs> am highly loving that kind of tea. Yeah, yeah, my fiance loved that, but she went to school for, in uh, Atlanta for like three years. So. Oh, yes, you know, she probably put a little bit of lemon in it, too. All right, now I just want to test one thing, because, it, and it doesn't sound like we're going to have this problem, because when I was recording with John Wilson the other day, recently, both times, it seemed like we had a bit of a, some kind of delay, or off delay. I've encountered that on Skype, too, and uh, the, it was, I actually was Skyping with somebody who's like 20 miles away. And uh, and I had a major delay with the two of us, and and he was like, "No, I'm not getting any real delay." And I was using an, an older computer. This one is uh, not super top of the line, but it's it's top of the line enough to run this for another ten years. <laughs> yeah. So 
Well, it doesn't yeah. sound like we are, but what I want to do is I'm going to count to five, and then as soon as you hear me finish, like I'll take a, I'll do yeah, you know, one pause, that. two pause. Once you hear me do five and you, you sound like the pause amount of time, you start on with six, and that will get an idea of where we are, okay. how close we're at. All okay. right, here it goes. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, okay. eight. Yeah. Good. It really doesn't sound like there's any delay at all because it sounded like maybe a quarter of a second. You know, like the pause was pretty much what I was doing, so I don't think there was any delay. I tried to. I didn't get a head bob going until until, until you hit about three. <laughs> so I tried to sync up because you didn't sync up with my inner sync right off the bat. So it sounds like we're pretty good. So that's good then. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got I got to make sure I'm comfortable. I've got to get a better chair for this this room. Uh, so why? I'm recording on the couch. Oh, uh, so I want to move to the couch so bad, but I would have had to move the monitor over to the to the desk and then and then figure out and put the keyboard on the little table. But I could have done it. Oh, like I said in the email, there's a text right now. We're in a one bedroom, so there's really no other place. There's the table in the dining room, but that's kind of filled with uh, stuff we got in for the wedding. So uh, there's really no room for me to put down there. I mean, that's a nicer chair. It's more of a straight back chair. Yeah. But this is fine. Yeah. Don't worry. It will come. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You ready? Um, well, how do you want to uh how do you want to proceed through this? I mean, you're you're the you'll be the you're the host, so I mean, you know, how how do you want me to follow along? Um, well, you since you have the synopsis done, you said. I did that? do I did do a synopsis. Any That's questions great. you want to um, ask? I think I've uh, There's really nothing I'm going to need to edit in, I think actually. I um well, I can, I've been actually trying to make some bumpers and promos that while we're on Skype after this or whatever, you know, let's we'll take ten minutes and I'll I'll send them to you and, okay. and you can listen to them or whatever at your at your leisure and you know tell me what you think and and maybe get something along the lines or maybe I'm just not quite thinking as crazily as I can. I went over uh, I, I've been over websites for a while, but we can talk about that later, man. Because I know let's get your cast done. All right. <laughs> But yeah, we'll just we'll just start off. We can just do from beginning to end. We'll just start off the intro. We'll go into the synopsis, then do our notes, and then I'm just going to go over. Uh, let's see what I have here. I have what reprinted issues are reprinted. There's a lot of reprints of this issue. Um, I normally cover up like where Adam's appearing and other issues. That, you know, like uh, sorry. Well, no. I've I've done a little bit of research on the writer, um, the oh good the editor, the inker, scripter. Then we could do that during the notes. That'll yeah, I've got all that. I can I can add those little pieces in there. Because I'm cutting out. There's two segments I'm cutting out, which I normally do because they don't apply. One is uh, covering Adam, well, you know, any new powers Adam shows because he's not in this, so it really doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, I, I expect to be ribbing you on that, like, the whole time. You know, Adam Warlock's not really even in this. <laughs> eh, he wasn't in hit the first six, episodes, first six, seven episodes anyway. I so. know, but you're getting ready to come. This, this Starlin's the man when it comes to Thanos. Yeah. He is, he is... I mean, I didn't real, you know, because I've always considered myself a bit of a, like, I, I like to listen to the, or not listen, but read, you know, the stories more so than the art. And in the process of doing all that, I haven't, I didn't realize until just recently, you know, over the last couple of days when I started researching this, like, how many writers that I went through and was like, oh, you know, these were great, but these were even better. And, and it was like, well, that's just because it was a little earlier work by this guy, you know. Yeah, and it's happened a few times. It's like uh, somebody came on the X was uh, you know if you, you follow the X cast, so yep. 
you know, you've, you've noticed that, uh, somebody was posting about X-Men 2099 issues and, and, and then I got looking at everything and I was like, well, damn, Peter David did the run on Spider-Man was what one of the guys said on there. And I was oh, yeah. like, I like some of the Peter David stuff and I can see how he progressed, you know, it's kind of neat. Oh, no, definitely. I mean, go, just going with that as an example, Rep Levin's on New Mutants. Either you, I don't know if you either read them, but or at least you've heard them talk about how they didn't like it. Yeah. And I'm the same way. I don't like it at all. But if you ever read the mid-90s title by Marvel Sleepwalker. Yeah. I have a friend who's a and that's him, fan of that. And that's Brett Blevins' art. And I love it. It was great. But it's the same guy. But, you know, A, he wasn't changing the look of any established characters. And also, B, his art had improved. So his stuff was awesome in Sleepwalker. Yeah. I loved it. I just didn't like it. on But on New Mutants, it wasn't right up. Uh, Mike Magnolia, Hellboy, I love that stuff. That stuff looks great, but I've read some issues he did for Marvel back in the early 80s, and I remember reading some of those going, ooh, what is this crap? I don't know. Mm, big piece of ice there. <laughs> but, the, oh, uh, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, what's that, that guy, um, oh, man, what, uh, Sam Keith that did the pit? No, that's Dale Keon. Sam Keith did the Max. The Max, I'm sorry. The so when those, I just want to make sure you the right one. You, you know, I wasn't yeah. sure if you were mixing up the artist or the character. wasn't sure which was wrong. Yeah, it's one of, it's, it, no. The Max that, is the one that had the MTV cartoon. Yes, I did not like the art of that. That I did not like. Uh, see, I like that better when he did that than when he did, like, a lot of his Wolverine stuff in Marvel Comics Presents. See, I like some of the Marvel Comics Presents stuff better than, than, than I like that. But overall, I really am not a big fan of that. Style. I don't. I like realistic superheroes. <laughs> you know? It depends on the act. It depends on who's doing it, but it also depends on like what I'm. So you know, if there's something that like a style that's been going on for a character for so long, it depends. Like I love the Sinkevich issues of New Mutants. Going back to that, even though that was a bit of a change, but yeah. I, I couldn't get to the Eleven stuff in New Mutants. See, like like all of the art stuff that was like uh, the the Ghost Bear and stuff like that, I was not a fan of. In the New Mutants. Oh, yeah, I loved it. But then again, also, the first issue of New Mutants I'd ever actually, like, back issue I picked up was yeah. 21. Which is the one, the first, which is where Warlock shows up and Cypher joins. See, so, I mean, for me, that's what I was used to. Yeah. That well, was like, you know, everybody has their spot where they come in. Exactly. Yeah. But um, anyway, though, real quick, though, that so that we're not going to cover Aaron's power because he's not here. And also, I do a thing where I cover each month any issues, uh, like any other series that Adam has appeared in before. I cover, like, where they are at this month. Uh-huh. But we're not going to do it this time because this comes out the same month as Warlock number four. Okay. So I'm just going to do that when I do the episode for Warlock four. Cool. You know, and I'll just, because then I won't have to cover up Iron Man 55 then. I'll just, you know, because, and he's not in this one anyway, really, so there's no point really to doing that. But, yeah, otherwise, we're just going to go straight through. We'll do the reprint. Like I said, we'll do the notes. We'll reprint this, and then we can pin, you know, anything we want to do, you know, the email address and then any other stuff that, you know, you want to send people to or I want to. I might send you that stuff and and as an insert or something, if that's okay. All right, I yeah. Might just, I might just record that and try to, like I said, I've got the bumpers and stuff, but I haven't, uh, you know, it's like I still haven't got the email address straight yet. <laughs> but, um. I'm trying to, you know, I want to get that in the Twitter straight within the next few days here. Oh, then then we could just record it like that. Then we could just record it saying you're, you know, and you have something for me for this, and you'll say yeah, and then we'll take a pause, and that's where I'll put that in. Yeah, you know, because I've been I I do have one email to read for the show anyway that I got. 
That's cool. So I have a few emails. So I was reading one. Did one the did last you get that, episode? That, one hey, did you get that hate one that I put in for you? It was uh, it was from Thanos at hatesadamwarlock.com. No, I don't get that. <laughs> you didn't get that one nuts. Uh, I figured everybody has to have a little bit of hate mail every now and then. Well, this isn't hate mail, but this is interesting. But we'll get to that. Oh. It'll be fun. Cool, man. All right, yeah, I'm uh, uh, stupid app. Where are you? I'm all set up. Let's we can do it. Okay, give me one second because I lost the issue. Where me? The one downside for doing the uh, Marvel Unlimited thing is sometimes the issues are out of order. Uh So because it lets you sort. I don't know if you ever used it, but it lets you sort from like oldest to newest or newest to oldest. Oh, so, you know what? Let I'm me. going to oldest right now, but it starts at 280 and goes up to uh, 290. You know, it goes to the 289, then it's 294, 295, 296, 97, 98, 99, 302, and then goes to one. Oh. So, like, there's been times yeah, where I, thought I, I didn't have a run. Like, it was like, oh, there's a gap here. And then eventually, if I screw around with that, I'm like, oh, the issues are there. They're just before issue one. Try putting an O in front of everything that does it. If, because that's the way I, that's the way they're saved up on here, and they uh, they come. Well, up. no, this is, well, this is the uh, Marvel site. Like Marvel site, is. yeah. So like they don't have it like that. It's just kind of you just pick. Send feedback. Tell them. Say, look, change your issue numbers. So you put a zero in the front, and then all your numbers will line up right. Yeah, and it's a minor pain, but on the other hand, you know, I still can't complain too much. I have that entire, like I said, I mean, I, I have that entire run of Iron Man. Yeah, sixty-eight to ninety-six run. That entire thing's right there. Every issue. So, yeah, I can't complain too much. I mean, I'll complain a little bit, but <laughs> it's a lot easier than just buying them. All right, ready? Yep. Here we go. <clears throat> and luckily, I avoided having to get married in a church. You are getting married in a church? Oh, no, I avoided it completely. Ah. Uh. It is not happening at all. We're good. I don't think my grandmother's happy about it, but, you know. <laughs> Italian woman from Brooklyn, she's a little upset. <laughs> Instead, my old roommate's performing it. Because he's ordained by the whole internet. Ah. Well, the internet's all you really need these days anyway. Yeah. Well, we're, we're trying to question the both. Like, well, he used to teach religion in Catholic school. And his mom used to be a nun. Does that help? <laughs> we're trying to work with you, Grandma. We're trying to give you some credentials here. Like, no, and the good kind of used to be a nun. Like, she got permission from the Pope to leave and then met his father. You know, not the I got knocked up as a nun. <laughs> you know, she got permission to leave and then left and then met a guy. No, 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 Grandma. That's not the roommate I had that was really, really gay. No, it's not him. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> Well, as long as he's sober, he's coverable. The moment the boy starts drinking, you're like, oh, yeah. He's only gay when he's drunk. <laughs> well, no, no, he's gay, but it comes out. The flamboyance comes out. Ah. Uh. He's a Philly. He's from Philly. He's a Philly boy. So, like, he'll, he'll, he, you can spend, like, he can spend three hours talking about the Eagles and the Phillies. He's what I call a good starter gay. You know, he'll talk football and watch football all day. And then as you get him drunker, the flamboyance comes out more and more. It's funny. A starter oh, gay. No. <laughs> yeah, it's like called starter gay. Like, you're not used to gay guys? Hang out down for a while. Mainly while he's sober. And then just start coming in a bit more while he's drinking. So eventually it's like, oh! 
Yeah, he's dancing like a princess to Britney. Okay. Okay, All well, right. I have we to leave get... in, in an hour and 20, so we should probably get this thing We going. probably should get moving. Okay, well, in that case, then, of course, then I'm going to cut out something. I was, I actually had the synopsis written, so I was actually going to just do the synopsis here, then, instead of putting it in. But since we have some time constraints, let's just do the notes, and I can, we'll do that next time. Okay. That'll, that'll save some time, then. Not that it's not fun chatting. Yeah, no, but yeah, we have, there's a, we're trying to do something as well. Yeah. There's an actual point sometimes. I just forget. <laughs> All right, ready? I am. Okay, and three, two, one. But speaking of Star Wars, um, do you mind if I talk about what's going on on my show before we head out? That was actually where I was about to go next, so go for it, John. Okay, so I've been doing this little show since the early summer called the Star Wars Saga Cast. It has been a blast to be able to talk about the Star Wars Expanded Universe. And right now, I am going through some of the stuff from the early 90s. So if you head over to the com, you will find episodes about the, um, the Tales of the Jedi series, the Timothy Zahn trilogy, I'm finishing that up with The Last Command this month. We're about to get into, um, I said Tales of the Jedi. Dark Empire is done. We're about to get into Tales of the Jedi. So that's been fun. And episode 50 was on October 12th. And that was a special episode that featured the first volume of the new Star Wars book saga, which was A New Dawn, which ties into the Rebels cartoon they're doing. So, um... So yeah, lots and lots of really cool stuff going on over the Star Wars Saga cast. I had a lot of fun talking about Star Wars, so come check it out. Episode 50 was October 12th? Yes. Right? And you started mid-summer. Yeah. And I started this in February, <laughs> and this is episode 17. Remember I said I was popping? <laughs> Cut it out! <laughs> <laughs> That was so unintentional. <laughs> I know, but I'm literally like, wait a minute, son of a <laughs> Well, one I of the things I wanted to do with it was... Yeah. The, the comic talk is so easy to go through really quickly. I put those out every two or three days. And um, then the novels take a little bit longer to go through and require a little bit more upfront work. But... Um, oh, yeah, read the whole thing. Right, and... The first one I tried doing by just, you know, talking about it as I read it, like I would do a comic book, which was Splinter of the Mind's Eye. And people seem to like the discussion, but I wasn't very too happy with how it went. So now, now I'm front-loading the preparation and recording prepared notes for the novels. The comics are still pretty much seat-of-the-pants discussion. Except for Tales of the Jedi and Dark Empire, I have a guest with me on those episodes, which is not something I do very frequently on that show. So, um... That all, those also have been front loaded as far as preparation goes. I know you had guests on the uh, holiday special episode. Yes, the the commentary. Um, I wanted my daughter did a commentary with me for the first Star Wars film, but she hadn't seen the holiday special, so I wanted somebody who could be with me and talk about it and not just be like you know watching it for the first time. So I had Scott so Coles. Call- huh. I was gonna say we might have to call child services if you did let her watch the holiday special. Oh, she watched it. She was there with us. She just didn't talk a lot because she was watching. Um, it's, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> but one of the leading of substitute podcasters team, Scott Coles, came and did that with me. So that was fun. Yeah, I still have to listen to that one, which should be amusing. Scott's an amusing guy. Although anytime I've met him, he's just been hungover. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a poor orange crumpled mess. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes that's how you go. That's how conventions go sometimes. But yes, despite the fact that he's topping. Even though it's going away, sort of. Only the branding, not the yeah. universe. No. Well, we'll see if the convergence. Yeah, but that's one of those media blitzes that just annoys me because they take a line that is easily misinterpreted and use the misinterpretation as all of their headlines. Yeah, well, it's attention-grabbing. Yeah. That's just one of those things about modern Internet news is almost never news. It's rumors and hearsay. Well, what's the term I've heard? Clickbait. Yeah. And they're trying to get you to click on it. And I actually don't mind clickbait whenever it's entertainment stuff. You know, this puppy dog ran after this kitten and you can't believe what happened next. You'll, you'll cry at 30 seconds in. Well, if you like puppies and kittens, go watch the last video. You know, whatever. Yeah. But if it's, if, you, if you're pretending to be news and you have a headline grabber that makes you click through that is not an accurate representation of what your story is supposed to be saying, that's annoying to me. And there was a, a site that I actually had a high regard for that did that recently. And the editor said, well, I got you, the headline got you to click through, didn't it? And I was like, oh, I had more respect for you than that. <laughs> so basically like, ah, got you, sucker. Yeah. And it, was, it was the same. It was actually the same story. It was the whole uh, New 52 is ending. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, so um, Warlock's friends and enemies. Yes. Hold on a minute though, because I realized halfway, partway through this episode, but I don't want to have the clicking too much in it, in it that I completely forgot to set that up. Uh, <laughs> we can chillax. I was so distracted by other things, I completely forgot to get that done. So let me go to find out where it is, what what, what they were. I'll just talk to you while you're thinking. I have. Um Welcome back, Frank, on my iPad that I've started. And Marvel Comics number one would be on there, except that I actually already did that episode with... with yes. Uh, What's his brains? Yeah, because I already it's, heard that. Oh, you already heard that one? Yeah. Well, if the uh, Raw thing's up there, I listened to the Raw. Oh, I didn't realize you put the Raw of that up there. Okay, yeah. cool. And so the Raw is both those episodes, because the Raw is more entertaining to me. Silver Surfer Parable, Marvel Zombies, Iron Man Armor Wars, and Avengers the Kang Dynasty are all stories I've wanted to read. And they're all coming up. I don't think I've read, except for the Avengers one, I don't think I've read any of those. I've never read any of them. Um, The Kang Dynasty is from this series that started with Jeff Johns. I don't know if the 41 through 55, if that story is his as well. No, no, actually it's a story series. Johns came on later. That's the series that started. That was the Heroes Return series. That started with... Oh, that's right. That's Kurt Busiek and George Perez. Oh, yes. Okay. Even better. Yeah. Uh, Johns comes on after they leave. Okay. Okay. First appearance of... Punisher is after that, which I've read probably five times. A, a random Alpha Flight issue that I don't know. Alpha and then World War Hulk. Wait, huh? why, is Alpha, why is Alpha Flight on that list? 
Alpha Flight number 12. I have no idea what that is. Oh, okay. I know. Oh, that's on the list of the greatest ones? Yeah. Oh, okay, I know what happens there. Yeah, that's a John Byrne issue. Okay. Um, I've read World War Hulk before, but I'll look forward to reading that again with no uh, crossovers, just a straight-up mini. I've never... No, I have, but like 20 years ago, I read the Chris Claremont Wolverine miniseries. So that'll be a first time reading since my adult life. That, I think, is the first trade I ever had. Yeah. Yeah, we had the trade of that, too. I don't know if it was our first one, but it was one of those early ones. Back before trades were everywhere. Yeah, I got that on a school trip, actually. I forget where we were going, what we were doing, but we're on the bus and we're on the way back, and it was sitting, not in the garbage, but on top of it. <laughs> like, just sitting there on top of it. And oh, that's much I wrote, because I like reading stuff. I'm like, what's, can I have, can I read that? He's like, I don't know where this came from, take it. I've read Avengers Disassembled. I've read that first 11 issues of Thor God of Thunder. I've never read Deadpool Kills. No, that one I haven't read either. That's I'm, I'm not a huge Deadpool fan. It depends who's doing him. I really love the um what who did that who was that series by the Joe Kelly run? Uh-huh. It was like the first it was like the first time he actually had an ongoing. It was like 33 issues. It so much fun. The best is still issue like 11 where he goes back in time to an issue of Spider-Man and interacts with everybody as if he's Peter Parker. Okay, that one I know about. And it's all because like uh, there's an amazing Spider-Man Classics episode. Yeah, and there's half of him looking at Norman Osborn going like, what's with your hair? How does Avengers that work? Avengers 57 is it? Huh? It's like, how does your hair work? I don't get it. He glues Tootsie Rolls to his bald head. Avengers 57 is after that, and we were going to record that, but we were holding off on it until after we see Age of Ultron. Oh, because that's the first Ultron, yeah. Yeah, and, and the Vision's in that, too. So we just, you know, to I didn't want to say, I wonder what things are going to be like in Age of Ultron, whenever we want this to be kind of a timeless series. So even though the episode comes out 24th of June, we're still going to wait until May, June, to record it. Record. Okay, I found the issues. I just got to go down and re- complete reading order to actually get a description. Okay. Um, the whole Hawkeye run, I've read most of that. I am the Giant Size X-Men issue. Oh, gi- Giant uh, Size 1? Well, yeah. Yeah. I've read the Korvac Saga, which is also published under the title of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That's right. I remember you said you, I remember you reading that because you didn't like it as much as I did. ASM 700, I, yes, we have recorded the issue for ASM 700, the episode for that. Did we do Giant Size X-Men number one? I don't even remember recording that. I guess we did, though. And I have never read Astonishing X-Men. No? The, the we- Joss Whedon stuff? Yeah. I liked it, for the most part. Actually, I have read the first arc. I've read, like, the first six issues of it. Oh, The Return of Colossus? Yeah. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 36, I think that's the 9-11 issue. You don't have to be too quiet. Uh, 36, that is the first, that's the first JMS issue. From what I remember, I think that's the first Morlun, who's the, you know, the one of the main okay. guys in the Spider-Verse. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're wrong. I think he comes on around 31, 33, something like that. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. 
He was before that. Because I, I think they end that story and then they do the... Uh, the 9-11 issue. Yeah. And then I'm doing the one for 50, which is the first Kingpin and the death of Foswell. Oh, is that when he dies? Yeah. I knew he died eventually, but... <clears throat> before getting reincarnated as Sam Foswell in the Post-Crisis Superman books. <laughs> I don't remember that, really? Yeah. There's a competing newspaper that Clark goes to work for for a while, and Sam Foswell is a direct homage to Frederick Foswell from early Spider-Man. Looks just like him. Oh, wow. Stephen Lacey is doing Ultimates number one, which I'm pretty sure is a typo and should be Ultimates series one. Yeah, but I think I remember reading somewhere that actually... Hmm. Yeah, that makes more sense, because issue one is okay, but the series makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, that's a nice little Captain America ser- uh, uh, story, but it's totally a prologue. Yeah. You want the whole, so- you want the whole story. And the Ultimate Series 1, well, I, I contend that Series 1, Series 2, take it as a unit, is, is, is a fantastic piece of comics literature. But um, I'm trying to remember if I read Series 2. I know I read 1, but I don't remember if I ever read 2. Two is two is the better half. But, okay. I mean, as a as a whole, it is a, it is a fantastic work. Because a lot of times he's a little Miller gets a little too cruel. He's a little too mean. Yeah, like even the guys who are supposed to be the good guy are still kind of com- complete dicks half the time. Yeah, I can see that. There's a little bit of that. It's not as bad. <laughs> it's funny that Planet Hulk and World War Hulk are both on this list in the wrong order. Wrong order? Well, they're in the wrong order if you're going up the list. They're oh, okay. Down it. okay um, Captain America 25, I've read that before. Fantastic Four 285. I don't know what Fantastic Four 285 is. I don't know that one either. Okay, so let's go find Thor. The cover has Johnny Storm declaring he can't be the Human Torch anymore. Oh, this Secret, Secret Wars two issue. Oh, I think that's the issue. Like a little kid, like burns himself or something, trying to imitate the torch. Oh, okay. I don't think I've yeah. never read that one, but I think I, from what I've read about it, that's what it is. Yeah, that's Andrew Leyland and Scott Gardner. Okay. The Kree Scroll War. I'm on for that'll be fun. I've never read Thunderbolts number one. Oh, so good. I mean, granted, it's. Not as much for you because it's right now you probably yeah, know the what, reveal at the end is what makes it so good. I, I I picked that up. I remember reading that when it came out, and when I got to the last page, I was like, "Holy crap!" Because it was such a surprise. I'm curious now how it reads to somebody who knows about it. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty good at reading things in their context. I, mean, I know where it's going to go, and I can still enjoy. And there's also like there's two ways to experience a story. There's the first time, and there's the second time. And a lot of and, and the best stories, I think, both of those have their own rewards. Yeah. So even though I won't have the uh, the virgin experience with it, I think I can still hopefully enjoy enjoy it. Hopefully, because I remember really loving that run. Sarenko uh, on Shield. Oh, go ahead. Are uh, all, all done? Yeah. Yep. I got them. When there's four of them: is FF, Iron Man, Hulk, and Thor. Which two do you want? Um, I want FF and. No, I always do FF. I want, um, you know, I don't even care. <laughs> All right, so how about I give you then, instead of that, I'll give you Iron Man, I'll give you, uh, I'll do FF and Hulk, and you do Iron Man and Thor. Okay. 
So let me just copy what I copied. Hopefully it all went through. Did it? Uh, I was checking Thor and Iron Man. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, that's right, because it's, it's bi-monthly, and there's no Marvel premiere, because that's also bi-monthly, but it's on the same month as Captain Marvel. At least I think it's bi-monthly. I don't know. There just is no... Marvel. There's never a Marvel premiere the same month as Adam Warlock, for some reason. Oh. Yeah, I think those are bi-monthly. All right. That's well, okay, because Marvel premiere is not a person. Yeah. But it was his home. And it's kind of fun to see what's in there, because they've been doing, like, Doctor Strange stuff with... Uh, like, the last issue or two was, like, a Doctor Strange story by Gardner Fox and P. Craig Russell, which is just an interesting mix to me. You know, you got these newer 70s, you know, artists with, you know, Gardner Fox. Okay, let's go ahead and knock this baby out, because yep. I have to yep, go got, soon. No, that's fine. All right, now we got it. We'll do, I'm just going to throw the reprint stuff on since I got that in front of me, and then we'll do those Friends and Emmys, and we're all good. Okay, cool. Uh, right about here, I would have normally put a... Podcast promo. I mean, I figure break between some of the outtakes and then the rest of the outtakes. You know, break it up almost like a TV show. And this is a podcast promo, but not traditional. I'm going to be doing a promo, more or less, for someone else's show. Because they don't have one. And I think they really should have one. So this is a podcast promo for the Daily Rios. Because, in case you don't know about it, the Daily Rios is a show hosted by Peter Rios from Comic Geek Speak. If you don't know Comic Geek Speak is, you really should look into it. Comic Geek Speak is one of the oldest and longest running comic book podcasts. They've been going on for about 10, actually, yeah, they've been going on for 10 years. They had their 10 year anniversary this year. They have well over a thousand episodes. And Peter Rios is one of the founders. He's not always on every episode now, but he, uh, about a year or two ago, had like a little contest. Not contest, though. Test for himself. He wanted to try and do a podcast every day, Monday to Friday, really, for a year. And he did that. I mean, some were longer, some were shorter, some were just little clips. But it was a cool thing he did, and um, he's gone back to it. He did that again this year. And I think it's well worth listening. It's not just about comics, though, just so you know, but it's a very personal and interesting look in someone's life. You know, and yes, he is a comic fan, so there's a lot of comic stuff every week about it. But he also does stuff about musical theater because he's big into that. He works in that industry, and he talks about his life and things he's interested in and passionate about, and things he wishes he had done. And like I said, it's a it's damn personal, but it's damn good, and I think it's worth listening to. So, if you're on iTunes, just type in Daily Rios. You can also just go to his website, thedailyrios.com, or you can just follow him on Twitter. He's at Peter J. Rios, P-E-T-E-R-J-R-I-O-S. And in case you do listen to it, especially from this year, I am not only motivated to do this because when he did an episode back in August about podcasts that he's listening to currently, and he listed this podcast, that's not the only reason I'm doing this. It's kind of a thing that made me realize I should do this. <laughs> but it's not the only reason I think I'm doing... It's not the only reason I'm doing this. At least I hope not. Now it's not. Maybe. Alright, back to the outtakes. Amateur villains mm -hmm. we've never seen before mm -hmm. who look like crap, who look like they're, you know... Who don't see, look like they have much talent and yet they're almost killing her. Mm -hmm. 
It's like you heard about the whole thing with the Joker cover recently. Oh right? God, yes, yes. And my yes, whole thing, yes. actually, my thing about it was, well, yeah, of course she's a victim. This Batgirl can't do crap. <laughs> The no, current Batgirl will get her ass kicked by the Joker in one second. One slap and she's down and all you would see is her... Just but isn't that she'll Barbara go, Gordon? OMG. Yeah. But it's New 52 Barbara Gordon. Not even it. New 52. It's newer. It's current Barbara... It's mm-hmm. new creative team Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. The thing that makes me laugh about that cover thing... I'm not even saying whether I agree with it or not. Is the creative team are saying, Well, this doesn't really fit with our tone. It's supposed to be young and fun and light for mm-hmm. girls. Yeah. The first issue... Mm-hmm. Involves her moving in with new roommates, which is just stupid because mm-hmm. it's like, what? Are you an amateur? You've never been a bat person before. Yeah, I know. But anyway, having a house party mm-hmm. and getting so blackout drunk that she's not sure if she slept with some guy and what his name was in mm-hmm. the morning. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. yeah. So, but the young fun for girls, right? Now, you know, it's. Uh, I, I think I'm that's next the thing. There's a lot the, of there's a lot of good uh, from from what I read. There's a lot of good creators doing good work at DC, but editorially, they just can't seem to get out of their own way sometimes. Yeah, well, this one <laughs> and these creative team now sticking with the Black Canary series. I'm like, great, another character I really enjoy that now I'm not going to read because I think you're going to make her into a loser. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a. I'm like, great, okay, she's singing in a band. That's fine. I can do with that. But what I have a feeling I'm going to read that and I'm going to read Gen- the the Gem and the Holograms revival. I'm going to go. Gem is so much more badass than Black Canary is now. Which, which really, there's something wrong when you're saying when when the word when the phrase "Gem is more badass" than anyone. When you're starting a sentence oh, she's with more the badass phrase than "Gem is Gem's more even badass," yet. then you've got a problem with whoever you're comparing Gem to. And I can almost guarantee Gem's more bar- badass than that. Anyway, and that's 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 a separate story. Altogether. I'm thinking I might have to, I'm thinking I might have to do a bit of a rant on four color because that's uh, fine. Because the yes. thing is, also I'm hearing about girls loving this, and I'm like. She went from being a tough person to, like, every time I read Batgirl, the only way it fits in my head is mm-hmm. if I say, she's just a girl. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, it's okay. Right, right. And that's not okay. So, I'm like, when I put my thing out, I think of Four Color next time we record it, I want to ask, like, if there's any girls there, please tell me. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to fight with you. I just want you to tell me what you're seeing mm-hmm. that makes this a, something like that. Or do you just not care about those parts? Mm-hmm. You know? You you just want to be able to. You know, I, don't I don't get know. it. Like that's the thing. That's the thing that really bothers me about. It, is I don't get why women love it. When mm-hmm. I'm like, but she went from being a tough, strong woman to being a being a loser sidekick. Mm-hmm. She was her own character's oracle, a member of the Justice League. Right. And now she's just a sidekick again. And it's like no one's gonna be Batgirl, a member of the Justice League. Right. No, that's true. But Oracle was because Oracle kicked that anyway. <laughs> you have a rant brewing. Oh, let God, it let it let it boil. Let it boil. Let it cook. And then it will be uh, it will be nicely browned by the time you uh, yeah. release it unto the wild. <laughs> Get you ah, Hulk smash! Sure, we are recording. And yes, I love how the little thing pops up and says "recording" as soon as I even ask that. Wow! Like I got a Star Trek computer. That's you know knew what I was saying. Word psychic. Either way works. Okay. Um. Wife's watching TV in the background. Can you hear it or no? Very, very faintly. I mean, that oh. I heard. Okay. Hun, can you put it down like one notch? I mean, that should be more enough. Interfe- interfere. That should be more than enough. You can even put it up at one or two if you want. You don't have to go that. As long as you can hear it. Okay. Oh, I thought you heard it more than once. All right, cool. Yep. Just wasn't sure if Daleks in the background would be interfering. That's all. Ooh, I love Daleks. It's uh, Amy Pond's first time with Daleks. 
Ew. Well. Um, no, it's, it's my fault because I forgot to remind you, remind the other day because it's my recording, so I should be doing that. So, I mean, is this okay family family wise? Like, this isn't you. No, no, no. This them. is cool. I just completely forgot to read the book and forgot we were recording. So, I read the book and now I'm ready to go. All right, cool. I just want to make sure. I am caught up on listening, except I haven't listened to the latest Captain Marvel episode because I haven't read that Captain Marvel issue yet. Normally, I would have read that before I read this Warlock issue, but since we were pressed for time, I didn't. So that's okay. It's only it's only three fourths that episode issue anyway. Me and Brian went too long, and we didn't we didn't give ourselves enough time. And then we were supposed to meet up last Monday to finish it off, and uh, he ended up having to go to work early because usually we record before he goes to work. So I just put a little explanation at the end so it kind of stops in the middle like towards the end of the issue and we're going to finish it off next time gotcha it's like whoops we made a mistake <laughs> come back for the end next time and all the rest all the next one well um They're better better more most of the issue than none yeah it happens yeah it happens and I have been reading a lot of Captain America lately instead of Captain Marvel I've seen that so, I'm almost through the Tales of Suspense run. Give me another week or so. I'll be through Tales of Suspense into actual Captain Americanness. Oh. But I do not like this era of the Avengers at all. No? What is she? Um, is that I'm trying to remember? The, the, the 30s and 40s is really. Okay, ones I really haven't read. I haven't really yeah. read those. Once Goliath comes back. Um. The, the book starts to go into some weird stories. I just don't dig. Um, the Sons of the Serpent is tolerable, but there's okay. like, um, Hercules comes along and they just fight a lot of really weird villains, aliens for no reason. Just a lot of weird stuff. So to me, Avengers does not start to get good again until, uh, Roy Thomas like figures out what makes a good story. And that's when you start to get Avengers 57, which is, you know, the introduction of the vision. Okay. That I've read. Yeah. Yeah. So once you get into Ultron of the vision, the book really starts to pick up again. And it's like, the book is great for the rest of the sixties and on through the seventies. There's a lots and lots and lots of good stuff, but this 20 odd issues, uh, as Stanley is winding down and Roy Thomas is finding his feet. Those are just, I'm not a fan. So it's kind of like the X-Men issues after Stan and Lee came in. I mean, after Stan and Jack left. Yes. Except it's, except it's not as long because they went a lot longer. They basically kind of did that until Roy Thomas and Neil Adams took over. Right. And so whenever Roy Thomas comes on the X-Men, there's a lot of crap. Yeah. I mean. There's a, a lot of crap. And it's the same with his oh, Avengers. Yeah. He's writing both of those books. And they're just not great. Yeah, at all. yeah, Nefaria and the porcupine and unicorn taking over this White House. Yeah, yeah, for for no reason, right? <laughs> yeah, the Cobalt Man, and then they're like, "Well, let's try it where we have an Angel issue and a Cyclops and Gene issue and a Beast and Ice Man issue," and which nope, in nope. and of itself is a pretty good idea, but they didn't do awesome stories with it. So yeah, I mean, Claremont did that years later when they finished doing the Australia. They had the whole team scattered. And you'd have yeah, like a Wolverine issue. The other is dead. Yeah, you have like a Wolverine, Psylocke, and Jubilee issue, and then you have a Colossus one, and then a, a Dazzler one. So at the end of next week, I'll be at Avengers 47, which is where Magneto is harassing Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. And I'm hoping that by that point, things are going to be picking up. Because it's um, this next week of Avengers, I'm just looking through the covers, and I'm like, uh... 
I'm hoping that I'm hoping that the Captain America Tales of Suspense reading will be will make up for that. Yeah, once well, you should be if you're getting near where it becomes Captain America, that's getting near where Starenko comes on, even just for a few issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gil Kane is actually the one who uh, is doing because I just read what they said was Lee and Kirby's last issue, and but it's Lee and Kane on the next issue. I'm not sure how long Stanley is going to be on, but um. Starenko should be nearing hopefully by the end of the month. I'll be into that stuff. I've been, I've been successful so far doing one week of comics every week. I'm sorry, one year of comics every week. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Well, yeah. before we get to the actual episode, just curious, have you read Convergence? No. Because <laughs> since I've been doing all this Captain America, I haven't had a lot of time to read much else. Did you see so, though the thing online about the uh, the pages at the end with the uh, where they tell you it's not like story wise; they just show tell you what all the cities are that are going to be convergence. Yeah, because that was on um, that was on DCComics.com. Yeah, that was the online. Issue came out. Yeah, so I was browsing that stuff for. I didn't realize it was going to be back matter. But yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's all. It's in the that's all in the issue too. From what I could tell, it's the same pages. They don't like you don't lose anything. It's all this. There's right. no extra ones as far as I can tell, but because there was one nice I saw that I thought of you, the well actually one of the issues in I know one of the worlds, Scribbly. Yes, that makes me so happy. I'm like, oh my god, Scribbly! They're putting Scribbly in the actual DCU again, even just for a few weeks. Yeah, because Scribbly is only it's like he's a footnote to the Red Tomato, to the Red Tornado. Sorry. Um. <laughs> I almost spit out my iced coffee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I have Thin Mints coffee. Mm. I have Rocky Road from Dunkin' Donuts. Awesome. Mine is coffee, mate. But, um, but yeah, it's like it's, he's a footnote to the Red Tornado, but I really like Scribbly. I've read the entire pre-DC Comics run of Scribbly when he was over at Dell and one other publisher. I read all that stuff, and I was like, Wow. This is fun stuff. This is like when comic. This is this is why comics were called comics, and not you know picture books or illustrated stories or whatever because they're funny and they're fun and it's 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 neat. Yeah. And then you know the character runs across the uh, Hunkle family. He you know starts playing with Billy Hunkle and their friends, and then Billy takes him home to meet Ma and the rest of the family. And then later on, Billy gets captured. Ma Hunkler has to go save him, so she puts on a costume because she found out in comics you can do that. And yeah. that's where the whole Red Tornado thing comes from. Okay. You ready to get brutish? Yes. Your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, okay. One, two. Ooh, hold on one second. Okay, you can say I can just edit this part out. Okay. Okay, yeah, she's doing some cooking right now. We're she's preparing for Easter tomorrow. We're going to brunch at her cousin's house, and she's making a French toast casserole for breakfast. Oh, that sounds so good. Oh, We're having my uh, mother-in-law over. We're going to have mimosas for Ooh, the, nice. our brunch. Yes. Yeah. The only downside for it is that they're about an hour away, and we're going to planning. On, we have to get there about eleven thirty twelve. So it means mm-hmm. getting up in the morning. And but the two of us are both more night people than morning people. Stupid Sunday morning getting up. Yeah, but I feel better. One of my customers at store today, we were talking, he has to be in New York City for mass at 8 a.m. New York City? New York City. So I feel a little better now because I don't have to be out by 7 a.m. I'll right. still be sleeping. Right. 
Daddy, what did you do when Atlantis attacked? I donned my iron armor to fight with Namor the Submariner. That was Iron Man. What did you do when Atlantis attacked? I gathered a group of heroes to fight against the serpent crime with my mighty shield held high. That's Captain America. Try again. I spun a web any size. Spider-Man. Uh, I punished the drug dealers. I have no idea. But are you just doing another podcast? Another podcast? Yes. Mark's Mess vs. Atlantis Attacks, a 15-part limited podcast series examining the Marvel annuals that have the banner heading of Atlantis Attacks. A story... A story joining the Marvel heroes against the Serpent Crown. Find it at marksmesspodcast.blogspot.co.uk on Twitter at Mark's Mess Podcasts and on iTunes by searching Mark's Mess. Where's my fiber? Now we're up to the part of the show where I shamelessly beg for feedback. Here goes. You can email the show at resurrectionspodcast at yahoo.com Follow us on Facebook, just search for Resurrections and Adam Warlock Podcast, or on Tumblr at resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com. On both these pages, we post new episodes, as well as images from issues we have covered and what other random stuff I feel like. The show isn't on Twitter, yet, but I am. You can follow me at Rebus02, R-E-B-I-S-02, or just use hashtag ResurrectionsAdamWarlock. In fact, do that anyway because that'd be pretty cool. This show can now be found on Stitcher. In case you don't know what Stitcher is, Stitcher is Radio On Demand, a free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows, plus discovered from 20,000 others. Available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at stitcher.com or in the App Store. I put up a promo the other month for a potential show called Selling My Comics. What with the whole big move and everything and leaving the state and me having way, 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 way too many comics and figures and things along those lines to move with me, I was going to have to sell them. Um, I thought about doing a podcast for it, but A, with barely having the time to do get this show out, and also I really couldn't find a way... To make that show work, I couldn't think of a way beyond basically sound like I'm copying uh, Merge Time Bubble from Comic Geek Speak. And, you know, one copy is enough. Like, let's say, not that this is a copy of what Dave's doing at Dave's Era of Podcast, but one copy's enough. Okay? One rip-off's enough here. I'm not going to do too many of them. That's just, that's just, that's where I draw the line. I'm just going to, so I'm going to be taking that down soon, that promo, when I get around to it. But yeah, I am selling my crop anyway. A lot of comics, figures, and stuff. So you know what? Hey, if you want to take a look at it, go on eBay. My eBay name is lowercase a zero nine zero two seven five. Look to see what I'm selling. If there's anything you you like, great. And if you win something from me, just the main reason I'm saying this right now is email me. Let me know that you won something and. You listen to the show, and I'm going to make sure then to send you a little something extra if I have something that goes along with it, or maybe I'll take off the shipping, or at least cut down the shipping, or something. But if you're a listener and you're actually buying something from me, I want to do something a little extra for you, a little nicer. So 
That's why I'm letting you know that's me. So if you're on eBay and you're buying stuff, you're like, ooh, I like Living De- Living Dead doll you have up because I have some of those. Or I like those Batman No Man's Land comics you put up there. Or I want you to buy those issues of Power Company, which i not – actually, I think I sold all of those. Anyway, you know, you win, great. Send me an email either on there or here on the show and say, hey, I am this person and I won this from you. And I'll give you a little something extra. All right. Well, that's all for uh, 2015. Literally. I mean, if I get this done right, this episode should be just going up before midnight. I hope. Happy New Year, everybody. And let's hope for a better 2016. Or at least a good 2016. No, better. Even if it was a good year for you. Let's hope for better. Better's good. Happy New Year. Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast, is a fan-made production, and no copyright infringement is intended, or happening, or even understood. The opening music for this podcast is Intro Pompeii by Lino Rise, and the closing music is Dark and Dramatic by DJ Puzzle, both are licensed by the Creative Commons license. You can find Lino Rise at free-intro-music.com and DJ Puzzle at peacelovproductions.com. Links to both can be found on the Tumblr page.